Hi, I'm Karen Harrow, and you're listening to Harrow Style, the podcast where I address how to approach your wardrobe to reflect who you are and how you like to live. Today, I want to talk about how to slow down the pace that the fashion industry and social media influencers would like us to keep. New collections are continually being released, and they are designed to get you feeling like you have to buy more and buy new to feel relevant. Responding to this instead of reacting to it will yield in a much more successful way to get dressed with items of clothing that you really love and that work with your body. I follow a lot of blogger sites and influencers on social media. Many of them are full-fledged entrepreneurs. And as much as I enjoy their content, I'm kind of blown away by the consumption and the constant arrival of outfits and new accessories and clothing changes. They even have opening box posts. You literally watch them untie a pretty ribbon, lift off the box top, fold back the tissue paper to unveil an item that someone has gifted them or a brand has sent for them to feature in exchange for money. It's a sponsorship. It's a business deal. It's an advertisement. And then if it's not enough just to like their post or view it, they encourage you to swipe up and click here so that you can buy that item right now. It's the same with retailers. They're on social media. I receive emails from them urging me to come in with a countdown clock email and they send me promotions and alerts to entice me to come in and, and sometimes it works. But we can learn so much from these posts, from these stories and from these emails without getting sucked in. We don't need that many outfits a day. So here's how you slow it down with both influencers and retailers. First of all, you can do a digital cleanse if you need to. If you don't find these things as entertaining as I do, you can unsubscribe to your on your emails or you can unfollow those influencers. That's probably the easiest technical thing you can do. But the more important thing to do is realize you're really just being sold. And once you acknowledge that, you can let that excitement and um, that they're trying to create burn off. You can just ask yourself, do I own something like that or something similar in my closet? And so you, when you're thinking about that, you might it, you might have it. It may be a different color, but it might be the same category. And it's funny. Many times we respond to clothing kind of in a repetitive fashion. We actually keep liking and buying the same stuff over and over. That's why if you go into closets, um, you'll find people collect, you know, black boots or multiple red cardigans. You know, they we keep buying the same stuff over and again. So you can enjoy that you already have responded to that item in your closet. You have it already. And now that you can move on and observe and reflect what you're seeing, you can notice how the influencer or the retailer is styling it. Um, maybe they put a long dress with a crop jacket. What shoe are they showing with it? Maybe they're showing it in an exciting way, like putting an evening wear skirt with a white t-shirt or a denim jacket. Um, what can you learn from it? Maybe that they, you've never seen that someone put a turtleneck underneath a sundress and that's interesting and you can bring that into um, the outfits into your closet. Are those color combinations workable for you? Maybe, uh, maybe not in the item that you have of that category, but maybe in something else. 
And you can use your phone to take a photograph of anything that you see that interests you, even if it's something you already have, or even if you don't, take a picture. And then you can determine how much you really want or need this item. And you're doing a more thoughtful response. Sometimes when I have it on my phone, I can just visit it and it cures me of my interests. Sometimes it loses its pull after a few days. You're just slowing yourself down without saying an immediate yes or an immediate no. Being intentional can be difficult, but the long-term gains are that the items that you will own will ultimately, you'll enjoy wearing them more and they'll work in your closet better. And of course, financially, it's better on you as well. For me, if I keep going back to a photograph, that means it's probably resonating and I need to figure out how it's going to work in my closet. And uh, unless I'm shopping for a very specific item, I often will wait to see if I'm reacting or responding so I know whether it's got a place in my wardrobe. You can also create a board on the Pinterest app and pin items you're considering and go visit them there and see how they work with other things that you're considering. And I'm not suggesting that you should never purchase something when you see it, but this is just so that you can slow down the process when so much of a, a so much is coming at us at all times on social media and in our inboxes. There are times and places that you absolutely must buy it when you see it. TJ Maxx is definitely one of those places because if you turn around, that item might not be there. So buy it, try it on at home, keep the tags on, and you can always return it. Buying, uh, the point of buying things is to wear them well, to have them for a long time and have them work well with your other items in your closet and to make you feel good. So taking the impulse out of the equation isn't supposed to be a buzzkill. It's just a way to maximize a good decision. And you want that decision to last. Thanks for listening to Harrow Style. <laughs>